You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's spotlight America's team with a great friend of the program, Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com. Check out Talking Cowboys weekdays, highly entertaining and informative Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, thanks for taking the time. I know Cordell wants to chat with you about offensive line play Sunday in Atlanta, so I'm going to start on defense. Sean Lee, if he misses an extensive amount of time with a hamstring injury, how big of an impact could it be on the D? Well, I think it's a huge impact because if you look at uh, their record uh, when he's on the field, they're 5-1. and one. When he's off the field, they're 0-3. Uh, so, yeah, it does cause a dilemma. And, 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 you know, not only from making plays on the field, but just kind of getting everybody lined up, getting the calls in, kind of giving everybody a hint on what he thinks is about to happen. He's so versatile out there. Uh, as the guys a, a couple of weeks ago when I was working on a story on him, uh, they said, you know, he's like the quarterback of the defense, and, and you don't want to lose your quarterback on offense, and you certainly don't want to lose him on defense. I think he's going to be hard-pressed uh, to get back in time with the strained hamstring uh, that he suffered the uh, end of the first quarter uh, on Sunday. And, and then it gets it gets even more complicated because they're going to play a game in four days on Thanksgiving, and that's a short week, so he has less time to even rehab then. So uh, I think if he misses Sunday, he probably misses Thursday, and then the best hope can be that he gets back for the following Thursday uh, game against Washington. But uh, they've got to figure out uh, what they're going to do without him on the field. Uh, I, I think – they would like to keep Anthony Hitchens on the, taking his spot on the weak side, but then you got to find somebody to play middle linebacker, and that's been the problem. Uh, Jalen Smith does fine playing 15 to 30 plays a game, but I think when he gets over that, he, I think he gets overwhelmed and he gets exposed. Uh, so they're going to have to figure out what to do and how they get through it. And it's not only on the base defense, especially on the nickel uh, when you need another mobile linebacker out there that can sense what's going on, he's so good at that. And I just don't know if they've got another guy that can give them even close to what Sean Lee uh, gives them day in and day out. Mickey, to get Troy Aikman to sound as frustrated as he did on air, which you normally don't get that from him. He's probably one of the most laid back guys that I've had the opportunity to meet uh, being with Lee Steinberg. But when you see him get frustrated because of the lack of let's just say protection on the quarterback, particularly on the blind side, because that's, that's, that's crucial if you have someone on the backside to protect you. Why didn't Scott Lanahan help Chaz Green out, knowing he moved from guard to tackle? Why didn't he have a tight end or a fullback? I saw them try it one time with, with Keith Smith, the fullback, but then all of a sudden they just left it and allowed uh, Adrian Claiborne to just have a field day. I mean, how do you correct that problem moving forward, considering that they didn't do it in the last game against Atlanta? Well, I think they got a little stubborn thinking that, uh, you know, at, at some point Chaz Green was going to write himself. And let us uh, let me go back. They, he did work at guard during training camp, but he, he is a tackle. Uh, they were trying to convert him to a guard. And he came in and played, started two games last year for Tyron Smith early in the season and played well, and they won the games. 
so I'm not sure what happened to him in this game. Now, he hadn't played tackle since the fourth game of last year, meaning in a regular season game because he missed the last 12 games uh, of last year and really didn't play uh, hardly at all, even at guard this year. Uh, so that was his first start uh, in more than a year at tackle. And, you know, I- I'm not sure what happened to him because I've seen him play and I've seen him play well. Uh, he gives up four sacks. That's half the sacks uh, that Atlanta uh, collected in that game. And-, and he was getting beat by Claiborne to the outside each time. And it's like, well, just play him to the outside because he's not-, he's not trying to double back and come under. He's just going to the outside. And he just, I don't know if he got frustrated, Cordell, or what, but it, yeah, it was just awful. And, 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 you know, he probably played, they had 59, I think, offensive snaps. So he probably played somewhere around 40 to 45 snaps in the game. And, you know, he, he was okay on those. He wasn't great. But those four plays, I mean, he looked like the worst tackle in the history of the National Football League. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do this week. I think Tyron's got an outside chance of being back in time to be able to play. He's working on the resistance cords right now. Uh, seems to be doing a little bit of running. Uh, so we'll see if he gets back. But they can't count on that. So they got to decide: do they do they trust Chaz Green? Another time, do they go to Byron Bell, who, by the way, played two series and gave up two sacks himself uh, to the same guy? So um, they got to do better, and if and if they can't get the guy to play better, then you're right. They got to give him some help. I think they gave him some help on about eight or ten plays, uh, but other than that, he was on his own. And you know what? I, and I think they thought, well, if we can just get the pass off quick. That'll take up, you know, double teaming uh, that guy playing a wide nine coming from so far outside. Uh, But uh, he needed more help than that. Chatting with Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com. Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, challenging to fairly evaluate the running game because of the Smith injury on the offensive line Sunday in Atlanta. But in general, what did you take away from the Cowboys' first game without Ezekiel Elliott? Well, I think they lost the threat. Uh, uh, in the running game. And Atlanta knew that. And and so, you know, when they got into a lot of these situations, I think they felt like they could handle the running game, and they did for the most part, and then concentrate on getting pressure on Dak Prescott, what they did an awful lot. Because uh, even though they had eight, uh, eight sacks, they also hit them ten times. I mean, it was like a pinata back there. Uh, poor guy, he had to be sore as heck. Uh, so uh, the other guys have to play well, too. And, and they just didn't do a good job. They didn't do that good of a job run blocking. But, again, that's the way Atlanta plays, right? Dan Quinn brings what they did from Seattle over to Atlanta. You stack the line of scrimmage uh, and play single safety high, and that's basically what they did, and the Cowboys didn't handle it. Now, would it have been better with Zeke in there? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I would think when the in the uh, – second half when they drove and had first and 10 at the 12 I'm guessing Zeke gets the first two carries instead of trying to throw a little out pass to the what to the running back who tripped and nearly fell down and kind of messed up the play uh, so uh, they just have to do a better job if teams want to 
to to to uh, you know gang up on the run. You got to be able to throw it, but to throw it, you got to be able to block it, and then you'll get them out of crowding the line of scrimmage. Uh, so we'll see what goes on the next time. You know, it's the first time they've had to really play without him, except for the final game last year uh, when they sat him, uh, when they had the division all wrapped up. Uh, I, I'll be interested to see what would have how they handle it going forward. Well, going forward, and the next time is against the Philadelphia Eagles. And with all that said, how do you think they fare against that football team that is right now about as hot as lava, offensively, defensively, and special teams? And the energy is at some of the all-time highs right now for that Philadelphia Eagles football team. And then, and then add on, they're coming off a bye, right? So they're all yeah. rested up. I, I think you got to hope they got bored not playing this past Sunday. Uh, <laughs> You're right. They're awfully good. And when I was looking at their sack total, you know, they have 25 sacks and 20 and a half of them uh, have been attributed to their defensive front. So their defensive ends, defensive tackles have totaled 20 and a half sacks. So, yeah, that doesn't bode well uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, Just got to do a better job. So the the two big things they got to figure out this week going forward, if they're going to have a chance against the Eagles, is if Tyron Smith can't play, how do you handle that left tackle? Because you can't let one position ruin your offense. And then how do you compensate for no Sean Lee? And they haven't done a very good job of compensating for him this year uh, when he missed the back-to-back games against Green Bay uh, and the Rams. Both teams scored 35 points. Uh, then he misses this game, and basically it was a 7 nothing game when he went out. They finished that drive, kicked a field goal, and then scored 24 more straight points and basically scored on all but one of their next five possessions until there was four minutes left in the game. Uh, so I think they've got to solve those two things if they're going to have uh, an opportunity uh, or even a chance uh, to be able to beat Atlanta and, and get back to within two games of them in first place in the NFC East. Mickey, as always, we appreciate your time and the insights. Enjoy your week, and we'll chat with you next week here on the NFL on TuneIn. Sounds good. You guys take care. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.